Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray and Brad Williams for the About Last Night podcast. Oh, special episode today. And you could tell it was special because I think Adam just came when he announced it. No, you'll know when I come. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good job. So our guest today is, uh, is a very funny man, Ben Glebe, comedian, actor, improv specialist, right. uh, prankster, but now game show host. Game show host. And we're so happy for him because, well, first of all, he's our friend and we're happy when our friends do well. And... Secondly, sure, there's a lot of game shows out there. We played this game. Yeah. Like, he played a version of the game with us yeah. on this podcast. And now I'm so stoked for this show. To watch it, yeah. Because too. it's going to be completely interactive. Because it made me feel stupid. And what does right. we love more than feeling stupid or, or than not feeling stupid? <laughs> Seeing people feel stupid. Fucking up sentences about That's feeling stupid. That's not going to be a commercial for the show. <laughs> But uh, the show's called Idiot Test. It premieres yeah. August 12th tomorrow on the Game Show Network at 9, 8 Central. Ben hosts it, and it's a brain teasers visually and uh, audibly uh, questions that you really have to be paying attention and thinking yeah. to answer correctly. You lose minutes. You lose money uh, every second you don't answer. Yep. And uh, so you gotta, two friends competing yeah, against two friends. Yeah, so you got to an- answer quickly and answer correctly. And unlike, and we talked about this in the podcast, unlike a lot a lot of game shows where you either have the information or you don't, this show is you figure it out as it's happening. Yep. So it's a great watching experience because you, the, you, the viewer, you can figure out and you can play along uh, with all these contestants. I'm really excited to watch it, and I'm really happy for our friend. Yeah. And uh, he also has a great podcast called uh, Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe that's on the Smodcast Network. So uh, all, all around, great dude. Uh, and he's a great fu- stand-up. Fun- yeah, funny guy. He's and- traveling all the time. He'll probably be traveling more once the show uh, airs and becomes the next big... Uh, uh, you know, Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> uh, it could be. It's cr- you know, you never know, we, man. We laugh. You think but Pat Sajak it, it could knew be. he was going to be on TV for forty-five years? No shit. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, check him out. Follow him on Twitter at Ben Glebe. Go see his stand-up, BenGlebe.com, for all his tour dates. Uh, he travels a lot, so he's probably in a city near you. Follow Brad on Twitter at FunnyBrad. Follow me. me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Check out all my tour dates at AdamRayTV.com. Uh, I will be at Aces Comedy Club in Murrieta, California, August 15th and the 16th. Two shows both nights. Get tickets at AdamRayTV.com. Pick up my album, Pop-Tart Suicide, also on my website. And uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, like I mentioned. And then, and also, go see Brad. Where, Brad? Uh, you can go see me in Dallas, Texas, August 14th through the 16th at Hyenas. You can see me in Seattle, Washington at the Parlor Live, August 21st through the 23rd. Don't be surprised if our buddy Adam Ray shows up on a couple oh, of those shows. yeah, man. He's going to do some guest spots there for show. Uh, Indianapolis, I'm coming to you. I'll be at Crackers in Broad Ripple, August 27th through the 30th. And the thing I really wanted to get to that I wanted to announce to the listeners, this is the first time I've announced this publicly, uh, Santa Barbara, California, the Libero Theater, September 5th. I am shooting my one-hour comedy special. Whoa. That's right. 
One hour comedy special, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, I know tickets are available for that right now. If you want to be in the audience, sure, it's going to be a TV thing, so they so they will pack it out. But I don't want your blue hairs from no. Santa Barbara there. I want my Whoa, fans that, there. That sounded oddly racist. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> you hear that, Smurfs? We don't want your blue hairs coming up. And I don't mean Smurfs, the cartoon midgets. I mean yeah. whoever you think I mean. It's, you know, it's, that, it's, by the way. It, it, yeah, it's like a racist from the Dr. Seuss world like oh them blue hairs are over there i'm gonna go hang out with the who's it's and what's it's over here i don't associate with them blue hairs uh but yes uh i'm, I'm you want your fans there I, I want all my fans there i want my people there this is gonna be a one hour special once again in santa barbara california september 5th at the libero theater part of the lol comedy festival jay moore tapes his special right before mine so you go see jay moore you go see me it's a great evening i've been doing, i've been doing stand-up now for 11 years always wanted a special and uh, now i finally got one so uh yeah thank big you deal, man it's a big fucking deal you're gonna crush it uh, and uh and the sky's the limit after that man that's right then you gotta do it and then drop all the material <laughs> and start over. Damn it! Oh, man. The I, emotional roller coaster of like getting off stage, being yeah. like, "God, that was awesome," and I can't do it again. Yeah, now I have to write an all new hour. Nah, no, uh, yeah, I mean you know fun. you'll pepper, but you know what though? That's what's great about uh, having uh, killer bits. Every now and then you throw one, you throw one back in. People want to hear the hits, man. Yeah, you've developed a, a solid fan base now that people are going to want to hear, you know the. Uh, the flying on the airplane bit, or the darn right, uh, the, the cock blocked by a baby gate bit, <laughs> fucking a fat chick bit. Oh yeah, they love it. Which, by the way, that's it, just that's just every weekend. I was gonna say, that's not that even a, a bit. Is that a bit or just a no? That's just my life, my friend. Groundhog day. That's <laughs> every, that's Brad's groundhog day. Every day, I I I wake up to, to what the, song? Well, obviously the Jim Blossoms and uh, Hey Hey Jealousy. Yeah, uh, nice. yeah. So I just wake up to Hey Jealousy. That's playing on the radio. I go I go do radio. I go to a podcast. I go to a show, and then I fuck a fat chick. And that's my that that's my groundhog day. And I love every second of it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you trying to make me cry? <laughs> That was the sweetest <laughs> soliloquy I've ever heard. Those are the soliloquies. Those are the info. Brad's got a special. Follow yeah! him on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. And follow our guest on Twitter. And also enjoy him on the About Last Night podcast right now. Listen up. It's Ben Glebe. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and... Those shit gigs make you better, even if it, you know. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And it's so hard. Do you want to perform at Quiznos? No. <laughs> Do they hook you up with the avocado because it's extra? <laughs> yes. Are the Quiznos cookies at kind of the top echelon of sandwich shop cookies? Right. That's something we can de- debate once you put your headphones on. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Two seconds. <laughs> no, no, That's funny. Um, Quiznos versus Subway. Ooh, that's an idiot test question. Yeah. Well, I mean. Subway's got more shops, but they kind of adopted the whole Quiznos toasting thing. Did they? I, th- I, I think Quiznos did it first. Hey, man, by the way, can I just say something, Brad? Yeah. Don't fucking make statements like that and then not 
know any sort of information about about whether don't just make up things that I Subway like, does. I, I I like how most people, most friends of average intelligence, have that exact same debate, but it's about like Obama's foreign policy, and you and you and I are like, hey, hey. man, I'm gonna fact check your 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 Subway fact. You right know there. what I care about? <laughs> it's not politics. It's Subway bullshit facts. It's Subway bullshit facts. When does the podcast start? It hasn't started yet, has it? Uh, can can if you want. I mean, we can start it whenever you yeah, want. Yeah, we used to do the uh, traditional, like, Brad, Brad would go, Hey, everybody, welcome to the About Last Night Show. Oh. I'm your host, Brad Williams, and there's Adam Rain. Our oh. guest is the very talented, very funny, very good-looking, uh, suave in a suit, Ben Glebe. Hey. That, that, yeah, that's how we used also, to do it. Oh, so you don't it. do that anymore? No, no, no. no, no you no, probably yeah, would no, never do that again. No, no. we never do that again. I, so. I would never I wouldn't want to hear it. No, like, who, who, who wants to hear me come on in a cheesy voice go, Hey, everyone, welcome to the About Last Night Podcast. Oh, Here with Brad Williams, Adam Rain. Nobody, nobody wants Can you do it one last time? I can make sure I don't want to hear it that way. Hey, everyone, it's about last night podcast. I'm Brad Williams. There's Adam Raven. Ben Glebe is here, the immensely talented Ben Glebe. Some radio DJ just had a stroke. It's a Beetlejuice effect. You do a (laughs) shitty radio DJ morning voice three times in a row. Yeah, it's really Wait, no, one of their bits dies on air. That's what happens. (laughs) Is that what happens? I think me saying they're having a stroke is a little aggressive. That is a little strong. You're kind of like condemning them to a life of of wheelchair-bound difficulty speaking. They're just doing their job. Can I say this right off the bat? Yeah. You on uh, doing press for your stand-up gigs is maybe one of my favorite things about knowing you as a person. Because <laughs> every other week, I get to see a clip of Ben hijacking a morning news show. <laughs> or, oh, those are the best. That is my you, favorite thing to do. I'm glad, you po- I glad, uh, I glad, I glad that you post that. <laughs> I, 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 I You're having a stroke that. right now. You're you getting a karma stroke right now. Oh, back. my God. Someone like held up a mirror when he said it. <laughs> it by the way, karma stroke is playing Coachella next year. Oh, they're a solid <laughs> band. Really yeah, good. people are very excited just because they're on the Coachella lineup and they're frantically Googling so they can act as though they know who the fuck they are they show up <laughs> but what did you do on in the it was atlanta right yes yeah you uh and the girls were all into it yeah the, like, the, the way into it the anchors were way into sexually. it sexually i mean you wait know. what'd you do uh, so tell brad what you did during the segment i went into yeah. a show called better mornings atlanta and for those listening that aren't like when you go when, when, when you go on the road oftentimes comedy clubs send you to whatever knockoff today show right. is in that city uh yeah there's uh, the end there there's like wake up richmond or of course. yeah all all the road where, show whatever where people yeah. wake up adam richmond yeah just, uh, <laughs> i'm good now i'm good now i got popped it back in my headphones amazing now by the way that's a uh, that's a great show it is a great show, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, so, so you're doing Wake Up Atlanta or Atlanta Morning or yeah. whatever the hell it is. And I just like to have fun on those shows. And sure. I also like, you know, I find uh, female news anchors to be maybe the most attractive uh, genre of female possible. Here, yeah. Here. Yep. And so that's just always fun to get to like go and just, you know, have a nice morning with some attractive people yeah. that are doing They're putting on their morning their best Monday through Friday. Yeah, they are. And they look like they're great. As if they were going to an Oprah taping. Yes. To, to quote Dion Cole, uh, who said when he would see the line for Oprah tapings in Chicago, he's like, it looked like these girls were dressed up to go to the club or to get hired for a casting call for some sort of fucking porn shoot. Uh-huh. They were like. I feel like it's the same thing for those morning shows. Those uh-huh. women look incredible. Who are the hosts? They could go anywhere. younger and younger. Yeah, they could yeah. go anywhere. They're very young, and they could go anywhere. They could literally go from within that outfit straight to be an, a CEO of a company, or literally straight to a gown. Uh, to, a, to, a, to, a, to a to a gown. I don't to mean a gown, gown. To a, a gala. ball. To a gala. Yeah. Wearing a, the gown they're you already say, wearing. You say I said gala. You said gala. No, I said gala. You said gala. 
I said gala. It sounds like a Neil Diamond song that never got made. It's right. <laughs> gala, 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 gala. Parties stop when the music dies. Jesus. <laughs> it's climbing the charts right now, people. And then he just fucking drops the toaster in the tub. <laughs> people He's are, got some depressing songs. He does, yeah. Oh, yeah, my cried. <laughs> You don't, br- you don't bring me flowers. Sweet Caroline was about the cancellation of of, uh, of Caroline in the City. It was. It, it was, was a huge Caroline Ray yeah, fan. He was and yeah, couldn't yeah. handle it. The original storyboard for the music video was him sitting there watching Leah Thompson mm-hmm. crying, looking mm-hmm. at headshots of her, wondering if she's ever going to work again. Right. Leah Thompson was in Caroline in the City. Was Caroline Ray in it too? So did uh, I get that wrong? No, I think Carolyn Ray was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You got it. So, Brad, so. tell him what tell him what he wins. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. You win all the DVDs of all the first seasons of the entire TGIF lineup. Whoa, That's that, okay. that, that that is step by step. That's Family Matters. Great. Was That's anything else on TGIF? Boy <laughs> Meets World. Ah, oh, fuck. Boy Meets World. Step by step, I was a huge fan of that one. Family yeah. Matters, you said that already. Hey, yeah. Mr. Cooper oh, yeah. Saturday mornings. Right, you guys are killing it right now. I mean, they're all my they're all shows I'm just a huge fan of. You just name them faster than me. Don't doubt my love. <laughs> Of these shows, just Based because you're them faster lack than of me. speediness. I mean, what, I really know those shows. What are when you were growing up? What shows did you watch, Ben Glebe? That you went, man, those guys are making that business look fun, and also that's hilarious. And I'm pretty funny as a teenage Glebe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Bayo. Charles in Charge, nice. big fan. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you specified Charles in Charge, not, yes. not just like Scott Baio, whatever he did. No. It no. was all good. That was like the only project of his that I loved, and I loved it. And Buddy Lembeck, the character's yes. neighbor, was like the funniest fucking character he was rolling. in. Charles! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh God, Mr. D- Mr. Yeah. What was the dad's name? Uh, Warnamont, probably not. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> man, Charles, your sister's looking good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when you really... He was so over the top, but you believed him. He committed to that Sure, shit. it was great. He was great. So that was huge for me, even though it had the Scott Bayo conundrum, which was an embarrassing moment in my life when I believed ah. that, that, that Happy Days, I used to think Happy Days was shot in the 50s, and then somebody explained <laughs> to me the Scott Bayo conundrum, and they said, really, is that, so how old is Scott Bayo in Happy Days? And I said, I don't know, 17? They're like, how old is he in Charles in Charge being shot right now in the mid-90s? And I go, 25? And they go, so Scott Bayo only aged eight years as <laughs> 30, as 40 years of American history went by, and I was like, strong, strong point. That's a yeah, strong yeah, point. Yeah. You, sir, are well, a genius. Well, yeah. at least He's one of those Hollywood types that could have like frozen could've him in been. something. He could have Walt Disneyed himself. Because Pat Morita aged enough yeah. from between Happy Days and Karate Kid as as when he played uh, Mr. Miyagi that yeah. he could have aged fifty years, yep. mm-hmm. forty years, but not Scott Bayo. The- um, I also love Three's Company so much. Oh, great uh, call, man. John Ritter, Ritter, Ritter was couldn't have been just funnier. the best. Just it's the, the ar- best. It's like it's like the archetype for. Just about it, like every successful sitcom after that, you know, in terms of mm-hmm. uh, what Ritter was able to do, and yeah, sure, you and like all, almost kind of the uh, uh, Betty and Veronica from the Arch universe, mm-hmm. kind of with the with with the women, it was great misunderstanding well, that can lead to a whole plot. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was also so great physically, but He's also his delivery comedian. with jokes was great, and then he was a great actor, and uh, he was like so likable. Good. It's like so likable, so charming. I just had the great thought because Jason Ritter, his son, is such a talented actor yeah. too. I got to do a stage reading with him years ago, and he was just such a delightful person, and now he's reaching somewhat success years later. What if they rebooted Three's Company and he played that role oh, of Jack Tripper? My mind would explode. Right? You oh, and I would God. watch it. Oh, I know. Wow. Who I would know. be Mr. Feely? Mr. Furley. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Feely Mr. was the mailman from Mr. Rogers. He was the guy that would visit your house. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Deliver special packages. <laughs> he said it was mail. <laughs> oh, it was mail, all right. <laughs> he said he had to put the stamp. It was his mail parts. Oh, he liked the stamp. You like my mail, Adam? <laughs> 
Listen to me, young Adam. You enjoy my <laughs> mail, like my don't you? You mean my everything mail about is big you? and thick, isn't it? <laughs> my essence, Adam. My mail <laughs> essence. My mail essence. <laughs> Adam's Dude, having flashbacks this right sounds like now. A really from, like, sh- this is, by the way, we just did the really shitty, creepy Mister Feely cologne commercial. Yes. Furley. Do you like my mail essence? <laughs> yep. Furly. What furly. about a fur? Now who, there's a show. Who would furly Feely? Oh, that's interesting, yeah. Feeling Furley. Just getting felt up by Mr. Furley. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Furley, gynecologist. Hi, I'm Feely. I'm, I'm Mr. Furley today. These are lethal weapons, Jack. Uh, wow. <laughs> he just brings it. It's just a, oh, wow. it's just a whole episode. An of animated show yeah. of maybe, Furley and Feely. Maybe Gary Oldman plays Mr. Furley, but Not like a in, a, in a goofy character Not role for choice. him. And I'm going to throw out that. one real quick. Anne Hathaway. Plays the uh, estranged Street. wife or Joyce DeWitt. Oh, the estranged wife. I'm the estranged wife. I'm creating characters here. You're bringing new characters. <laughs> You're bringing new characters in the mix. That's what he does. By the way, uh, uh, thanks for dressing up today, Ben. You're very yeah. welcome. You look incredible. You're, wear, you you, so you're much, wearing a guys. suit right now. Are, are you coming from an audition? Are you going to a, no. sl- a a sleek Hollywood party where someone named Clooney will be there? Are you going to Why? play ping pong with Susan Sarandon again? Oh no, God, listen, I, I so. do enjoy that. I do enjoy that 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 whenever that happens, but. Um, I've actually never played ping pong with her. We've just hung out and and, and talked. But there was ping an pong. event that you were you and yeah, I the opening per, of her you, ping pong club. Was that at the standard that I played with you at that one yes, night? Yes. Wait, is it is, is this a bit well, or no, is, no, is, is this a real Mondrian. thing? This is a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. This is a real thing. It used to be at the it was at the Mondrian her club her ping okay. pong club. Was her standard still has a ping pong okay. table? But I'm, I'm ping pong obsessed. There's a ping pong club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now it's moved to downtown. Now it's a, that's I never got this email. Oh, dude. Yes, it's yeah. the standard downtown now. It's called Spin. Susan Sarandon owns it. What? And it's incredible. It's like so much fun. This is changing by the way, my life right so now. So is Susan yeah. Sarandon. Oh my God. I mean, one of the great beauties of all time. Physically, still looks good. unreal. Yeah. I've never wanted to make love to a 65 year old woman as much as whenever I see her. She's just gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Probably way cool. And the I coolest, like. most down to earth. Chick ever and fun and smart and down for a conversation. I just with about anything. I just read an article the other day with uh, interviewing her where she went to Burning Man last year and was rolling around on a bicycle and a Segway. I mean, she's and, and doing wow. drugs. Like, of course she did. She is the coolest. I wonder if a woman like that who's who's got probably experience in the bedroom, right? Um, mm. I would hope so. You make Kevin Costner paint your toenails in a bathtub. You got experience in a bedroom. Yeah, you do. Do you think she's named certain sexual positions after her roles in movies? Like, what do you Ooh. think of Louise is? <laughs> well, that's when you are you're fucking a girl, and then you make While sure watching a league of their that own. she comes right when your car goes over a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best orgasm possible. I mean, it's, it's the ultimate orgasm. You can only do it once, but oh, man, yeah. it's oh, all, yeah. it's just about worth it. That's the best way to die. Yeah, you just come hard as you're dying. <laughs> you're driving over a cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I mean, you imagine that? Actually, you couldn't finish you're like oh i'm almost there i'm almost there. <laughs> that actually is an incredible Epic like fail. like that, that to me probably rivals uh erotica uh, fix it what's how do you pronounce it auto erotic asphyxiation there it is why did i know that so quickly <laughs> i don't know well brad I when, you leave, when you leave the podcast recordings your life is your life <laughs> and you just gave us a little insight into your life yes, hey that's true do you, do you do you realize how hard it is for me to like get the belt up over the ceiling fan so I can still choke myself while I'm masturbating. All right. Now, Ben, now ben you've got a new show coming out. <laughs> and then spin around. <laughs> <laughs> that was a total Jay Leno movement, by it the way. Really it really was. Leno, believe it or not. It really was. Oh, dude, every... The, oh, <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, good night, everybody. And uh, the Google author coming up next. Jay, I've been doing a lot of research, and I finally...
finally figured out who killed John F. Kennedy. Whoa, right. Well, I know I'm losing my voice. Yeah, he just immediately he leaves every follow-up question hanging. hanging. It's like, yeah. what? No, go for it. We got, we, we got to no, know. Once again, Jay, I just want to make clear I know the killer of John F. Kennedy. <laughs> and then you also have summer plans? <laughs> I mean, how about who? Who's the killer? Yeah, you so, going to uh, the Hamptons? They going to Hamptons? Everyone's yeah. going to Hamptons. No, it's yeah. great. It's wonderful to travel. It's a lot of fun to have vacation time. I take one of my cars there. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just told me you picked I mean, up golf recently. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes, and I know who the killer of John F. Kennedy. I almost called him Abraham Kennedy right now, just, so, you know, just so you're aware. Um, let me just quickly say a series of three things, if I may. Yeah, fire One, away. I did come from an interview promoting my show, Idiot Test, uh, this there morning. But I kept the suit on because of you guys, because I wanted to be a professional when I do your podcast. Like I always would. Blue always blazer, would. Yes. purple tie, pink yeah. shirt, green yeah. pants. Maybe like an off-red, yeah, off-red tie, Dude, green you, pants. you are like... Thank you. If you were um if you were like a lunchable yeah. you've got every you've got everything in oh, the package. Yeah. He's he's definitely the pizza lunchable. Yeah, you've he got was, everything. I never when, had the pizza with lunchable. Oh, when that thing came out, it blew kids' minds. Did it? Oh yeah. Really? You can make your own pizza. No, I was always I don't know why I never did it. I always did the ham one and yeah. I never loved lunchables because for whatever reason, even though I love the individual ingredients, they really failed at getting that weird slime off the ham. In between each yes. slice of ham it had this like weird kind yep. of and white slime. So and it's so they stuck together, so yeah. they had the eventual Shouldn't slices. You had to get, really get your fingers in there, they wouldn't even yeah. stay sliced, they'd be like these like mouth. Formed hand smushed and by the way, slices. who decided that the kids needed slices? Did anyone ever put just the one thin slice right. of You're ham always onto a going sandwich? Three. You're always going always three. Going yeah, three. hey, Lunchables, we've got some suggestibles if yeah, you'd exactly like to right. update and upgrade. Yeah, yeah. I'm making it's not making your your fucking lunch packages so fucked upable. You know what I'm saying? Because you're close, but it's no cigars. Oh, all right. Kids anyway, meals. I thought you got, you know, I heard you picked up shuffleboard recently. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, so, so then second thing I was gonna yeah, say yeah. was. Um, um, I then uh, photobombed the Atlanta Morning News anchors. Yes. Uh, I'm just trying to type all story. back. Thank I, remember all these I knew we were going to get back. I knew yeah. we would get yeah. back there. And so I photobombed. They were doing a story about the Queen photobombing someone's picture in the Queen of England. So right. I photobombed their segment. Just like You're very topical. I do it. I yeah. do it. I write in there. And then they were very lovely. And They're very receptive. Yeah. And then I, 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 I crashed three more segments, including the... I, I, I stole the high heels of the anchor during that. the segment, and then I Perfect. ended up crashing the weatherman segment and hugging him as well. You can see the clip. It's on my Twitter. Yes. At Bing Gleeb. Can you say it in that great uh, uh, morning DJ voice? You hey, say? make sure you follow Bing Gleeb on Twitter. At Ben Gleeb. Yeah. That's a G-L-E-I-B. Brad Williams in the morning. The Explosion 95.5. Comedian Ben Gleeb here. He's got a new show on the Game Show Network. Idiot Test. Uh, ben, when is that show uh, coming out? Uh, the show comes out. That's fascinating, Ben Gleeb. Yeah, 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 we got a traffic coming up. I know who killed Kennedy. He murdered the president. Fair enough. I'm Michelle Brown. She's gonna be here when we come back. Yeah, it's just one name. You just need to ask me for one name. <laughs> what? Dude, his show, he could have gone to another level if he had just asked one follow up question. One follow up question. That should be the name takes. of his book. Yeah. One follow up question. I never asked a follow up. I never asked a- <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if his friend's his nickname is Follow Up. <laughs> uh, There's a fucking follow up coming over here in another classic car. Fucking and I, I never liked him. I don't want to hang out with him. I don't <laughs> really care what he has to say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's difficult. Now, uh, now, 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 you've said the name of your show, which yeah, is on the Game Show Idiot Network. Test. Idiot, Idiot Test. Uh, d- d- describe to our listeners your show, Idiot Test. It, it comes out August 12th, 9, 8 central. It'll be on every Tuesday 
at nine o'clock, mm-hmm. and um, the chase is our lead. And basically, it is based on these very popular apps called Idiot Test and Moron Test, where people do these very take these very like interesting, clever questions, brain puzzles, brain teasers, just out of the box questions yeah. you've never seen on a game show before. We turned it into a game show. Mm. Two contestants who have a pre-existing relationship, friends, brothers, twins, whatever. I love that. that compete, they know each other. Compete against two other people who know each other and are working together. And they're each trying to win $10,000 over the other team. And um, they, some rounds are individual. Some rounds they play with their teammates. Some rounds they play directly at the same time against their opponent. Oh, wow. Um, as they try to build money, every second they don't answer every single test, they lose money. Every second, the money drops. They Holy don't answer. Shit. They have to move really, really fast. And that's there's never been a game show with that much pressure. Yeah, yeah. deal or no deal. You've pressure. got you know nine to twelve seconds. Right, double dare. You've got three to four, right. depending sure. on how much coke Mark Summers did true. before the taping. True, Legends um, of the Hidden Temple. We all true. we all know about that fiasco. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mark Summers was big too. Find my hidden coke vial in this <laughs> inflatable pool of slime. It was never a fight. The flag was just three, two, code one, for go! his coke vial. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna put sixty seconds on the clock. He was, dude. We were a show away from him just losing yeah. it and emptying all of his personal baggage, being like, true. "Now, for now, mom, you're gonna take the white goo. You're gonna spray it in your son's head. You're gonna put on these protective goggles." We're we're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. You're going to climb the ladder, go down the slide, go back up the slide, do my taxes, suck my dick. We're going to put yeah. 60 seconds back up on the clock. It's like, the clock's already started, Mark. We've now got four seconds to finish the show. you got to give away I, a keyboard I, I and a I just want to get my dick sucked. That's all. <laughs> I ended up doing a show years ago with Mark Summers in a dress. So he did go off the deep end a little bit. Wait, in wait, a dress. Wait, wait, legitimately. What was yeah. this show? Uh, it was, it was we'll a, the we'll get back to the test yeah. plot summary in a moment, so keep that cliffhanger yeah. hanging. Mm-hmm. As though, uh, this is the Thelma Louise of plugs, <laughs> and you're about to come so hard when I finish that plug <laughs> and land it into a fiery ravine. But, um, or into a pool of slime with a Google Dolphin here when we come back. That was two callbacks in one. And <laughs> <laughs> anything, do me a favor and try to find the flag in my anus. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to do. I'm sorry, but uh, Leno now show oh, like God. what I did. Yeah, what you can't do, do where yeah, it's Leno after what he's doing. Yes. Maybe. And you remember where I suggested you called the show was the Tonight Show with Jay Leno with Adam Ray. Yeah, <laughs> that's I like the name. Maybe that's I, what I, I got to do. I like the title. All right. I mean, you got to do it now. It'd be so funny. He's still doing it. He's, he's like nuts in his garage doing it with because like nobody. Guess what? If he's still relevant because he was so big. Yeah. And but just the fact that he's not on anymore. Yeah. Is even more grounds to be like, well, here's yeah. what he's up to. I know. Yeah. I wanted to continue when Andy Rooney died. I wanted to continue his one minute rant, sixty minute sure. rant every week on YouTube, and just put on a, a gray wig. And you could have grown like, out your eyebrows. Why are tables so firm? Did you ever ask yourself? You ever want to just lie on a table and it hurts your back? <laughs> How come tables are never soft and bouncy like a mattress? You ever wonder about that? That uh-huh. and I, I think if if Louis Anderson moved into that job, yeah. you don't even have to change impressions. No, you don't. You just make it a little more congested and buttery. Huh? Buttery. You just make it a little buttery. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like it's you, you just take away some of the overt anger of Andy Rooney and make it lethargy. Ah, you just make it laziness. Work. So yeah. when were you and Summers hanging out? So I, w- I did a uh, show. I set my buddy up, my best friend Jason, up on a hidden camera show. Jason's our very successful CEO now, and he doesn't maybe love when I tell this story of how much of a dick he was one time in high school. But That's all right. He's moved uh, on. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. moved on from his true. But he one time ran over my ankle in high school with his car. <laughs> And so to get back at him 10 years later, I set him up on a hidden camera show hosted by Ryan Seacrest called Ultimate Revenge on TNN, which then became Spike. And Mark Summers wow. was the producer of the show. And they told, um, they told 
well, the idea was that I was cast in my first big acting role in a Western co-starring your buddy, Sandra Bullock. Nice. Uh, called Sundown, Texas. <laughs> and Sounds real nice I to me. wanted my best friend to come be an extra just to be there for my first big day on the set. And Great. he came to the set and they told him one of the actors uh, was fired and they wanted he had the look and they offering him this role. And me and all these extras proceed and these like stuntmen proceed to throw him through windows and off of balconies. Was he game? He was completely... Yeah, but like we would add things to the pranks that he didn't know. Like I'd knock him off a balcony, he thinks he's falling to his death, and we're just falling like to a safety net bef- below, which they actually messed up, and I severely hurt my neck. I had like neck problems for years from oh, it, so... shit. Ultimate Revenge backfired yeah. <laughs> pretty fucking badly. Backfired, the spinoff to Ultimate Revenge. No shit. For the contestants exactly. whose pranks didn't go as planned. Yeah, and the only one of the only parts that made it a little bit obvious, he was a little suspicious, was that Ryan Seacrest was the director of the movie and really that was a little bit implausible yeah. that he would be directing the yeah, movie. Yeah, because at the time, like now you he would was, say okay, but, right, at, but at the time. Back then he was an LA radio DJ and like not like your go-to film director. Right. Um, and then Mark yeah. Summers produced and at the end of it he was in like a dress and he came out and did something on camera like shouted to the camera. He was in a dress for another part of the prank that got cut or maybe it was for the, no, he was wearing a dress for the other prank they cut into our episode there was two pranks or was that just mark summers saying no there's a prank that's why i'm in the dress but really there was no reason maybe, for him to be in the dress maybe i mean he might have just been in a dress for the bed i want to out him as a transvestite if he really isn't because i don't think he is it was mm-hmm. for a bit sure or mm-hmm. was the prank He's a legend hey mark mm-hmm. summers you're also we're doing another movie we're doing the two wong Fu. thanks <laughs> or two mark summers Foo, thanks for you know. To Mark Summers, foo. To Mark Summers, Summers foo. I pity Mark Summers, foo. <laughs> Make Mr. young T kids suck his, suck his dick Summers. in a pool of slime, <laughs> trying to win points on a fucking variety game show for children. You don't pity think I that can, fool. You don't think I can get my own bike? No, <laughs> I gotta win a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta slide, I gotta slide down a side of Cool Whip to get a bike. <laughs> now, the last time this show back. the last time I, I hung out with you, Bingley, yeah, was uh, at your legendary Christmas party show. Yes, the eggnog. <laughs> because uh, I don't know why I didn't get banned. Why, why did your <laughs> friend right? get banned? Wait, well, first of all, tell people what your legendary Christmas. Every Christmas, Ben Glee for the, the Hollywood Improv. Yeah. for the last nine years. This will be the tenth year this year. How are you? If still, I do it again, how are you still alive? I do not know. You how host a show in which, at the end, I don't even host it. I just get booked right. on Comedy Juice or pretty yeah. much usually Comedy Juice, and then. I get booked for a long set, but then I just end up running the light horrifically every time because I get so plastered drunk while teaching the crowd how to make a proper eggnog. Well, at least one of them is on YouTube. You can search it. All right. When you say plastered drunk, I want to give the listeners an idea sure. of what sure. – because like, plastered drunk is like, man, I had like eight beers. I was plastered. No, 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 no. Yes. Well, you, okay. First of all, let's clarify. Brad's not talking about himself because right. Brad would be like, I cracked open a Coors Light <laughs> and, I, and I was, it was over. fucking on the table. You take a bottle – of Sailor Jerry rum. Yeah. A bottle of yeah, it. Not one, not one of the mini bar bottles. Like a, a regular bottle and you down it. Yeah. Yeah. You Robert Downey <laughs> drink. And, yeah. And that's, and that's just I one of... for Sutherland, that <laughs> shit. And that's just one of the drinks you have. Yeah, yeah. That's one of many drinks. I mean, I really go for it. And I have a lot of props. And I become a yeah. prop comic for the night. I'm an angry prop comic. Now, yeah. what point and, and in the, the night if there's of, confetti? Yeah, yeah. There's it's a big uh, mess. Yeah. I, uh, this last time I got involved uh, and yeah. you gave me some sort of uh, concoction. I don't yeah. know I don't know if it was the eggnog, but you got, you got me hammered as well. Yes, I did. Uh, at some point you started throwing ping 
ping pong balls in, into the audience. Yeah, angrily. Uh, one of these ping pong balls landed in the lap of my friend. Uh, she was plastered, and then she took out her lighter and lit the ping pong ball on oh, fire. Oh, yeah. Yes. Remember that? That's coming back to me now. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about ping pong balls. When you light a ping pong ball on fire, it fucking goes up. Like, it's yeah, like it's flash paper. A, yeah, it's a little bit of a project, like a little I, bit of a... Whoosh. I had no idea, and she didn't know that either. And, right. uh, and all of a sudden, that in the middle nuts. of the showroom, this fireball goes right. up. Oh shit! Like, like, like it's fucking Chernobyl, and it just goes up, and then like the right. the the, the uh, security like ran over and kicked her out and told her she was banned. I mean, she came back like the next. How does week, the audience respond to this? Are I they mean, like, this they is- they really enjoy it. But let me just say, to prove how drunk I was, I didn't remember that happened until right now. <laughs> a f- flash fire in the front row of my audience. At what point during the the consumption the are you like? Are you? I mean, you're you're a performer, so you're always coherent, somewhat. But yeah. I, I mean, you never get that drunk, probably, right. ever, ever, ever but in your life. Ever. But you're yeah. like, it's Since all college. for comedic purposes, here. right? And to me, it's just an Andy Kaufman evening, and I love that. and I sell out to this craziness, and then I usually end up coming back on stage in various states of undress, angrily ranting about politics. That happened this year, at least. Yep. I, I know that much. Yeah. I mean, it's very aggressive. I have a video that somebody took of the screen in the improv bar just playing back or just playing live in the bar what I was doing, and it's me being restrained by security at the improv and, like, two other comics screaming at the crowd and being held back, and oh I'm my in my God. underwear, and there's an elf's hat just barely covering my balls. <laughs> Now, at what point in your career do you think you have to get to to be able to do something like this? Well, I'm, tell- I'm saying for young comics. Well, I guess no point because I've been think- doing it for nine years. And nine- <laughs> I've only been doing stand-up for about 14 years. So five years in, I, start- I decided I'm established enough to take this risk. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is I'm glad you say Kaufman-esque because the thing about Andy Kaufman is when he would do his bits – no, you were never exactly sure what was a bit yeah. and, and, and what was real. And, yeah. and these nights at the Hollywood Improv – I'm in, I was involved last year, and I you kindly I, played an L for me. Yes, uh, and and I still didn't know what like when they were restraining you because some of the bouncers looked really legitimately pissed yeah. at you. The, the other I'm sure com- they were the the other comics on the show oh, yeah. who don't know what ex- I mean. I'm doing like doing. an hour, and I'm slotted for like twenty minutes. So yeah, that's yeah. not pleasant for anybody, yeah. right? <laughs> but I do it only once a year. Yeah, and, and so <laughs> yeah, so it makes hey, it good. Fucking improv. If, if, Deal with if it. If they're booked between December twenty fifth and January first on Comedy Juice, you're gonna probably have to wait a while <laughs> just know that now okay yeah so. and yeah for the first like seven years of, of it i just would forget to even tell the club i was doing anything so then they were really confused and they would light me and like and i mean i've been lit this whole time anyway but they would like flash me and like try to get me removed one year they brought daryl right up to um physically the stage you. and like take over the mic and start performing and i was like oh, no that's... no i'm fine and i yelled at everybody in the sound booth and i'm like you, you it's all good and then daryl and i just Co did the nice. stand up while I was super plaster. I mean, I try. I, I used to. Tr- I mean, I try to make something different happen every year. In the past, Craig Robinson and Jeffrey Ross joined me on stage and did it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, I had Ron, be- so it's Ron Jeremy up- scored it live on stage on a, on a classical piano that playing, he played with his. That dick. He played beautifully, beautifully, with beautifully his, with, with his dick. dick. He had, he has a classically trained penis. Yeah, he's a, he's the most legendary <laughs> penis in the business. He doesn't know Mozart, but his penis does. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, his, his all right, you do with that, man. Uh, it's, it's being ahead of the plans. Uh, speaking about the plans, what are you doing this weekend? Huh? Uh, does hosting that show? I don't host it. I'm, I'm sorry. On it. Does doing that show? Yep. Um, but being up there drunk, is there a part of you that like? Because it, it's obviously gone on nine years, and there yeah. are are giant chunks of the show that are very enjoyable. Yeah. Even when you are fucked up. Yeah. But probably more so before you get really belligerent, mm-hmm. right? Is there a part of that that makes you? 
and this might be an interesting segue, but now hosting Idiot Test, or just doing anything in comedy, like doing that do you, and having it go remotely well, yeah. does that add to your level of confidence of being like, man, like I was on stage and was fucked up and still got laughs or did whatever, like I, there's really nothing I can't. You know, I haven't looked at it that way. That's not a bad way to look at it. It's more positive. Normally I think of it as the worst decision I make every year <laughs> in my career. Uh, okay, so and I, I feel like I'm too old to do it and I need to mature past it. And then, and then as December starts, people are like, are you doing your eggnog show? When's your eggnog show? And I just can't let people down and I have wow. to do it again. It's, it, You're it, like Bobby it, Lee in his striptease. Yeah. It's like, but I do it once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired, Bobby Lee. <laughs> yeah, it, or it's like Brett Favre in the offseason. Like, oh, I'm retired, I'm retired. And then as yeah. soon as it starts getting around, he's like, ah, fuck, I got to go out there. Or my mom with the uh, 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 the vagina monologues. She Absolutely. started acting a few mm-hmm. years ago, and sure. every year she's like, I'm not doing it, I'm done. And then Is this the fucking, true? And then the Everett City Playhouse goes. Your mom does the vagina monologues every year? Pudding Ray, we'd like you to do the vagina monologues. Her name again. is Pudding Ray? <laughs> her name is Carolyn Cox, right? <laughs> And Your uh, mom. Yep. But her, Carolyn's real name. It used to be Carolyn Ray. Mm-hmm. She married my stepdad, George Cox. Now it's yeah. Carolyn Cox. Yeah. Puddin was her nickname from growing up in Ada, Oklahoma. My grandpa would call her, call, uh, her his little Puddin'y. And Puddin mm-hmm. stuck. And you meet my yeah. mom. She's like your it mom. Fits. Sweet, bubbly, overly yes. supportive Jewish mom. Yes. Great sense of humor. Yeah. Puddin fits. She's Puddin Ray. Now she's Puddin Cox. Okay. She's now. Putting, I'm, pre, I'm now, pretty sure if you type that into Google, you you get flagged in I made, some way, shape, yeah. or form. I, one, I'm, I'm looking for pudding cocks. Now I made now I made one joke. One Where time. are you pudding cocks? <laughs> now I did make one joke one time about yeah. that name change when it first happened on stage. Yep. And it didn't go over well, but I'll do it right here. Yeah. I go. My mom was pudding Ray. I give the the whole origin like I did with the Oklahoma nickname thing for my grandpa. I go it was pudding Ray. Uh, then she married my stepdad. Now it's pudding cocks. Mm-hmm. I go. I'm just glad his last name wasn't Cox in the butt, because then that would have to be uh, a hell of an introduction yeah. that I'm making. Putting Cox in the butt. This is my mom putting <laughs> Cox in the butt, like usual. I mean, it would be the worst. <laughs> she, 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 she used to be just putting Ray, but now she's putting Cox in the yeah. butt. She, when she, you go cut. and you don't know, you can see Adam Ray's mama and doing what? Putting Cox in, in the butt. butt. Very snappy. <laughs> that's a, that's gonna be a bowl of jam singing that. I think I think that if Bill Cosby did your uh, eggnog show yeah. and, and got shit faced at some point, he would go into Putin Cox in the butt. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. What would that sound like? Cox in the butt. <laughs> well, Adam put him up to this Putin Cox, but if you're gonna put him anywhere, you put him in the butt. <laughs> Tell me you don't go see your mom perform the vagina monologue, please. I saw it once. Really? She crushed. Sounds like the wrong. She was wrong move. I'm Wait, sure she crushed. Hey, but. guess what? It was the, the thousand percent wrong move. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing her talk about that. Yeah. And she did the one where it was talking about the flood. She didn't do the fake orgasm. The one. flooding pussy. Okay. Nope. Oh. That fu- no, it, would, it went pussy. flooding sure. pussy yeah, and, then, and then intense orgasm. Right. They First of all, throw you out of the... F- they, 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 oh, man. I, ha- I had a joke. You haven't I lived. Lost it. <laughs> you haven't lived, by the way. It. I'm assuming this, there's a similar... Actually, I'm assuming there's a completely different sensation uh, getting a Louise... Uh, getting you know coming as you're flying the car over the Grand Canyon, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Then seeing your mom uh, talk about uh, her vagina or someone else's vagina. Those are, they are monologues. My mom didn't write right. that. She's performing a no. A, seeing your mom do that is like the end of the of the Louise, like just the death. <laughs> I definitely struggled with it. I was like, am I, at what level of support do you cut it off? I think sure. before that, 
Before that level, <laughs> just before that point is send a card. Yeah, there's I probably mean, a nice hallmark. Heard it was great. Congrats yeah. on the pussy speech. Yes. Yeah, there's probably. Something it, it, I mean, if, if your mom wants to do like her version of speed the plow or like some other nice play, that's great. Yeah. But when she graduates up to the vagina monologues, that's it's where you true. go, Mom, I love you, but. Maybe don't want to hear you talk about pussy. For my mom, no, it, by the true. way, and I go every year just so you know to the regional theater production. My mom puts on a basic instinct, but that's a scripted movie. It's not, it's not based in reality like those monologues, which really hit home. You know what I mean? My mom, by the way, Ben understands that his mom is playing a character. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She's oh, by the an way, author who might have murderous tendencies. Great with an ice pick. My, yeah, it's a facade. Uh, she's a hell of an interview. Oh, yeah. She, oh, yeah. yeah. My mom knows... Just uh, don't ask her to stop smoking. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Anyway, the Google Doffer coming up next. Yeah. My mom has a, uh, has a shit ton of random knowledge. I feel like she'd be a great contestant on any test. Oh, you think so? So well, season knowledge two isn't happens, really what we test on the show, really. What so, to, no, uh, I'm saying ran, you, but the brain teasers and shit like that. She, yes, you know, here, I'm problem play, solving. I've got skills. a little promo I'm going to play. All right. Oh, cool. I like yeah. that. And, and I'll give you guys an idiot test if you want. I can give you an auditory idiot test. Oh, let's do it. Give you an example. Well, that's a good one. Totally visual. Great for the podcast. Chickens lay eggs. That's basic farm science. Watch my new show, Idiot Test, premiering in August. Game Show Network. Yeah, no, that was a really good choice because uh, very visual question. (laughs) Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, We don't think these things through completely. That test was you. You saw three. Uh, farm farm birds sitting there on mm-hmm. with one's got one egg under his bum, one's got two eggs under his pussy, and one's got three <laughs> eggs under his pussy. Wait a minute, <laughs> Wait a minute. that was gonna be my next question. Yeah. What's the procedure as far as like what you can and can't say on the game show network? Can't say pussy. You don't even, <laughs> don't even you can say bum. To you can't be say with chicken you. pussy. I don't think you can say chicken pussy. All right, you well. you you can say that chicken is a cunt if it's not a, <laughs> referring to a body part. <laughs> So, so like, what uh, for for our for our listeners? What, sure. would, what would an example of a audio uh, sure. idiot test be? And Adam yeah. and I will do it. You guys both play it, and and so just to set that up properly, so the end of the cliffhanger that I left you guys hanging with the the thing is they're trying to win ten thousand dollars, but right. when they get these tests wrong, and smart people will get them wrong. We had rocket scientists on; they didn't mm. fare as easily as you'd expect. Um, we had a lot of Mensa members. When they get questions wrong, I make fun of them mercilessly. So the game is half intriguing, interesting questions and half pretty funny it's like a comedy game show yeah well that's where they hired you because you, you they didn't you know you don't just want a talking head for things like this you want somebody yeah. that is quick this uh, is a very unscripted show likable mm-hmm. which you are and both that's very sweet of you to yep. say that thank you so much didn't you say that earlier about somebody else you said about oh john ritter that's a great compliment there. yeah thank you dude totally well you you've uh, i mean i thought as, you meant seacrest and i was like as Ugh. soon as i saw you post that you got the show i was like obviously man oh thanks like there he, are a few comments came that, when he thought that that's, that's why really i was getting louise you are it's great to see you healed up. <laughs> Thank you for asking that. A lot of your, people don't know how dangerous Louise is. Your chicken pussy is in great shape. <laughs> that was actually the name of the girl who was giving me the blowjob. Chicken okay, pussy? Well, yeah, the Google oh, one. Yeah, one of the Olsen yeah, twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got any, got any, got any winter plan? Jim Varney is an Ernest film. <laughs> Jim Varney. But, um, uh, so here goes. Okay. You guys ready? Oh, now, now, is this is this like whoever answers first? Is this yeah, me competing exactly. against Adam? Because it's a total time test, so you get whoever right. answers first would be now, great. Adam pressure. graduated from USC. I dropped out of USC. So, oh, interesting. So this, so this is going to show. Do you get facts like that on the show before the contestants? Yeah, like, I do interview them all. That's my favorite part. Yeah, say just like it. Well, Mark I Summers. I hammer them. You're probably great. I'm such a dick about it. Are you? It's so funny. Because you got to like, be. Mark Summers yeah. on Double Dare would literally do this. He'd be like, now, uh, Jeannie, it says here uh, you really like to draw dragons. Like, yeah, that's right. He's like, well, okay. Uh, well, uh, let's, you know, hopefully he can fly away with some money today. And one kid would be like, right. I really like math. And he's like, what's uh, seven times nine? And the kid's like, 
Uh, he's like, well, maybe you need to study harder. Like, right. you just fucking <laughs> just jab them and then be yeah. like, you know. So you do that with the contestants. Yes, bit. but they're not children, so I'm a little bit more aggressive. Right. <laughs> I mean, the network had to beg me two thirds or three quarters of the way through our production schedule to sometimes smile and not always be against the contestants. <laughs> because to me, like to do a game show in a way that is intriguing to an audience mm-hmm. that is a little savvier, not it doesn't want any of the shtick or cheesiness of a game show. You have to have a comedic edge to it, and it has to yeah. be something that you can. That, that you're proud of doing, and you're making yourself the villain, right? So now, in, in, instead of just right. rooting for the contestants, now now they root harder for the contestants right. because they, because they want them to shut you up, right? And if they miss the question, fine, I'll make it funny and they'll be laughing as well. So I mean. I never did it in a vindictive way. I was always mm-hmm. trying to be sweet about it. Sure, sure, sure. But I was very quick to be skeptical of everything they said, and I would hit them immediately. They would, I'm like, first thing I ask every contestant is, what makes you think you're not an idiot? That's what I ask every contestant. Wow. What makes you think you're not an idiot? Great question. And then they You're have setting to yourself it. up for a great piece of crap. Oh, yeah. It's so, exactly. It's so fun. I'm going to start highlights? asking that. I start asking that during my stand-up shows. Yes. Yeah. It's a good idea. You got, I'll train uh, you. For sure, you already started thinking about how you're going to incorporate, like, uh, uh, just having material about hosting. I should. Game I show. haven't, but I should do that. You got to, mm-hmm. man. And that's yeah. a great thing. What a great thing to ask because, like, everyone is not going to want to think they're an idiot. So they're going to yeah. say something like, Totally. I know the quadrant, something. The question, will, the answer will always be dumb because yeah. people right. are dumb and they don't realize it. Yeah. Have you gotten some highlights, some answers? Oh, that? I mean, people would just say dumb things. They'd be like, I've never been arrested. I'm like, well, that means you're not a criminal. You're not, <laughs> you're not an idiot. <laughs> you're an or idiot like, for, for answering the question right, right now. Yeah. Right, exactly. Or somebody would be like, Oh, I, uh, I uh, graduated college in four years. I'm like, Oh, like, every Everybody does it. <laughs> you mean like everybody does four year college plan? Nice, except dude. for the ones that dropped out. Uh, but other than that, uh, uh, Google Doc coming up. Now. <laughs> wow. So, are you guys ready? Uh, yeah, we we please. we are ready. I'm excited okay. for your first idiot test. Okay. Your first test begins now. How many animals did Moses put on the ark? Zero, one, two, three, or four? Four. And your answer, quick. You're losing money, two. Brad. You guess two, you guess four. Yeah. How many of each animal? You said two, you yes. said four. The biblical story, of course, would be two animals of each animal, right? Of course, the biblical story is about Noah, not Moses, you guys. You failed the idiot test right there. <laughs> oh. Moses put no animals on no damn marks. You oh, you did ask Moses, didn't you? Yeah. 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 And you're oh, a Jew. Wow. You should know that. You should wow. know that. He's like was, your guy. Well, I was thinking about Kugel. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't and then eat- you drop a bowl of kugel on my head during <laughs> I don't, the show. I don't eat kugel. I only eat matzah because both matzah and me, neither of us can get it up. You know what I'm saying? Matzah and me. <laughs> the remake of Mac and Me. That's exactly right. Which is a spinoff of Mac and Cheese. That's exactly right. Which we'll be right course. back. Hi, I'm Danny Glover. <laughs> Ever feel just not fresh downstairs? We'll reach for a nice, swift handful of Danny Glover dick powder. That's right. I got my own dick powder line. Sometimes you come home from a softball game. You got the game winning home run <laughs> and you say to yourself i guess i ain't too old for this shit but your dick and balls are sweaty as fuck you get out of the shower you wipe it down you still got sweaty balls so you gotta get some powder on your dick that's why danny glover dick powder is six dollars at your dollar store or your local pharmacy just tell them dan sent you don't know who the fuck i am and i'm bell gibson you know his rigs and i hate jews Probably cut out that last thing in post. But anyway, go to your local Rite Aid. And it's just the Jews responsible for all the, all the words in the world. Okay, all right. Well, uh, Darren McLaughlin's coming up next. Man. That was a spot-on Danny Glover impression. Thanks, Almost as good as my horrific Mel Gibson impression, where I sounded, I don't know what. Johnny like, Depp a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, well, you did the greatest Johnny Depp ever. Well, um, uh, everybody, please watch my friend uh, Ben Glebe. He's hosting a new game show on the Game Show Network. Uh, GSN, what channel on Time Warner Cable is that? 
I don't know. <laughs> Neither do I because I'm drunk on Pirate's Booty, the popcorn. Ah, oh, chocolate. Get it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's you know what's amazing? I think I, you know I talked about this is that Johnny Depp sounds a lot like Robin Williams. Whoa! It's like, like you do, you like do Depp, slower, and I'll do a little Robin oh, Williams. Okay. Well, I don't do yeah. a great Williams. At least my Depp does, but because Depp should be more more down here and just like very like Dave. I, oh, oh, I know, but it's still very similar. Oh yes, but very much. If I bring him up like this, it is very similar. Son, just please sit down and oh, watch me for a oh, minute. Oh, I would sit down if I had a chair, but I don't have a chair because I'm standing. Oh, yes, what? but why are you wearing such tight pants? I don't need to see the oh. shave of your penis. Because, <laughs> oh. oh, because I just watched David Bowie in Labyrinth and I got inspired to look and dress like him. Oh. oh. Well, oh, no, 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 son. Nano. This is very exciting. Oh. oh, my God. Look at you. All of a sudden, you're oh, turning into you. a car wash. Look at oh. these tentacles hanging down. I'm walking no. through them. I'm walking oh. through a car wash. Yes. Oh. oh. I, took, I took June through a car wash when I was filming. Benny and June back in 1995. Oh. Here's, here's what you should do. This is a great move. I, 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 called, I called Louise, son. That's what you do. You get in a car, and you go as fast as you can towards the edge of the, of the Grand Canyon, and then, woo! And then, oh, and then all of a sudden, it's a, bio, it's a big, fiery mess. It's like the George W. Bush administration. <laughs> All right, so you got any uh, winner plans? Or you, uh... <laughs> Your next idiot test begins. Oh, boy. Now. Okay. okay. John Abraham was born on April 3rd, 1980. Okay. Is he? Oh, I'm sorry. I think you meant John, John Goodman, and he was born 1955. <laughs> you are the idiot. He passed. Your next idiot test begins now, and I will say it better. Okay. <laughs> John Abraham was born on April 3rd. 1980. Okay. How many birth dates has he had? 33, 34, 35, or 1? 1. And Adam? Your answer? 34. Adam... (laughs) Once again, you have failed the idiot test. <laughs> Brad, yes! you got it correct. One he, birth date. Yeah, you said birth date. said one birth date. Ha-ha! Can I be honest? Yeah. I heard birthday, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Okay, you want one that's not auditory like that then? Hey, man, you're, you're one wearing the Bose headphones over here. I got these piece of shit headphones. I'm I got a, it. I'm a visual. Well, for so, the record, you brought those headphones. I did. So. I'm going to give y'all motherfuckers <laughs> one last one. I'm going to give you... you all right, all right, okay. I'm a visual learner. You're a visual learner? Circle okay, the chicken pussy. Visual test, if I can then. circle a chicken pussy. I'm going to give you a visual test right then, and, and, and you're just going to take my word for it. Yep. Here okay. we go. Let's, uh, let's see right here. I'm going to pull it up for you. In the meantime, I'll give you one more auditory test. Yes, please. But it's okay. not going to be a word trick Boy, one Wait to listen. Okay, you listen well, Brad. I, I try. Well, after the first one, one, got me. Okay. All right. Yeah. You've got to answer first, okay? I will only accept all oh, I want both of you to answer. But when the first person answers, the other person has to answer immediately after, okay. Okay? okay? okay. Here we go. Okay. When you are in a race, okay, you're in the middle of a race right now, what place are you in when you pass the second place person? Are you in first, second, or third? You're in the middle of a race. Uh, uh, you're, the race is going on right now, and you pass the second place person. What place are you in? Three, two, one. First. That's wrong, but first. That's a trick question. I got a bad back. You know I can't run right now. Mouse you are. Second. Penny, miss it by that much. <laughs> That one you got correct. Yeah, Brad Williams yeah, Adam got, got it wrong. Yeah. As, as soon as you said when, second, when I go, you Fuck. passed the person in second place, right. you yeah. are now in second place. Right. Everybody says first. Everybody thinks first. Damn, that's a great one, a dude. One, right? Ben, this first of all, it's keep a it going unique kind ben. of show. And this show, yeah, thank you. It's a it, well, it, 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 it's fun to play along. It's because fun to play along. That's what's uh, that's key. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't test a pre-existing fact of trivia. You either know or don't. You can right. figure it out as you look at the visual puzzles. Yes. As the contestant plays, the question goes full screen, and you figure it out too. Why do people love Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune? Because you get to play along. Exactly. Also, right. Vanna White, uh, you know, still looks good. Boobs. 
boobs. Exactly right. But you can play along. That's exactly right. So you like visual tests. Here's one. Yep. Touch the down arrow, Adam. You have two seconds. Touch the down arrow. You have two seconds. You have one second left. He's looking touch at it. Touch the down arrow. Did you find it? Let me see. There's no, nothing that happens. You just need to show me where you're touching. The green one. That's an up arrow, Adam. You see how up points? Yeah, but see it's pointing up? towards down. Nope. 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 Is there a nope. down arrow? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You that, huh? are, are you failing again? Yellow? Hey, nope. That's also an up arrow. <laughs> hey, Adam, look right in the middle of that visual image. Oh, whoa. That's the idiot test. Mind blown. <laughs> Wait, okay, so describe the in the negative the space. That's the commercial, yeah. me. Oh. You should, I, <laughs> we turn regular people into Keanu Reeves. Whoa. Wait, okay, That's so actually a great there was a bunch describe. of arrows all aiming up or to the right or left, yeah. and then you look at it and you do not see a down arrow. They're all colored. They're all colored, and then in the negative space in between all of them, there's a perfect down arrow. I wow. see that. Well, you now see that, it now, I but I have the answer. I look yeah. for the, you know what? I would have totally got that I wrong. look for the obvious. You look for the obvious, and you got to think out of the box in this game. And when I when I when when they first asked me to host this show, they asked the first question they sent me, and I looked at it literally for like two minutes, and I was like, come on, there's no down arrow. Yeah. Ugh, what's the answer? And I saw the one right in the middle, and I literally accidentally, by myself in my apartment, out loud said, ugh, I'm an idiot. And I'm like, oh, that's why it's called Idiot Test. That's why it's good. Wow. Yeah. It, so I mean, what was the audition like? I didn't have to audition for it. They just, offered, they just offered it to yeah, you? Yeah, it was offered to me. Well, friends, I mean, I our mean, friend Phyllis had that? a hand in that? Um, Phyllis had a hand in getting me back in t- with them for Mind of a Man. She helped book me on, she booked my, me on Mind of a Man, right. D-Ray's show. Right. Um, but I've been on Game Show Network for a few years. They've okay. been putting me on their air, I guess, hosting specials and guest hosting their shows when people were out and things like They said they were trying to find a show for me for a long time, and I didn't believe that. Who believes that? Hey, you hear that every day in this We're business. in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Right. I said that to Brad when he walked in. Yeah, I got a show. I'm trying to get you a show, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, fuck you. He thought dude. I was talking to him. I was talking to my mom, trying to get the uh, live version of the Vagina Monologues. That's smart. That's good putting. Vagina Monologues delivered only by your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Available in your kitchen tonight. Oh. Showings at 8 and 12.30. That's the worst place for it, because that's where she cooks your meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't want to sell you that room. <laughs> And so, yeah, then they offered it to me, and it was exciting. We got 40, 40 episodes. Yeah, that's incredible. But you're absolutely perfect for this because, Thanks, man. I mean, uh, when, I, when, I see you, when I see you do comedy, I know that you have maybe a vague outline in your head, but, mm-hmm. it, but it's a vague outline. Like, you go off yeah. whatever. You've got, like, a t- you've got a shit ton of written material, yeah. but mm-hmm. you like to not know when you're going to deliver what. Yeah? True. Is that safe to say? That's a perfect way to say it. You like it, to yeah. go up with, like, a free... A clean slate because you yeah. also are great with crowd work, and so I think uh, uh, leaving yourself susceptible to something right off the bat happening—it's not. I love it. Pre-planned. I love it. I love it. Maybe too much, you know. Like I say, like the eggnog show, something I always feel like I should stop doing. There have been so many times in my career when I've thought I need to stop doing so much crowd work and improv in my mm-hmm. act because it's making people not see me as like a well-written comic. I've got a lot right. of jokes I think are as smart as anybody else's and as funny as anybody else's, but I don't get those specials or those late-night sets. I even will like mix up the order live during tapings. Do you think that's because you're trying to make tape for late-night shows, and then mm-hmm. that's why I don't get those shows. You, you don't have a special because of that? Because people yeah. look at you as not a it's straight true. material comic? I mean, I couldn't get booked on Comics <clears throat> Unleashed. Which yeah. every comedian that's ever done a joke on a stage has been on, except except for the three sitting at this except table right here. <laughs> I mean, but you know, understand we, what I'm saying? Too it's like, soon. We, we wear that as a badge of honor, and I just happened to you know, agreed. Not that that's the show to get on, with all desperation. But my point being was when they were casting again, mm-hmm. my manager said they're casting Comics Leach. I'm gonna try to get you. I'm like, okay, so why didn't they get me on it? And then the casting director apparently told my manager. 
that, oh, Ben's great at improv, but does he have any jokes? Oh, does he have fuck, any jokes? Dude. I have well, like three plus hours of material. But see, see how they want to see you. Yeah, and, yep, and see exactly that. Right. But see, that also shows how good you are on stage is that your written material comes across as natural Thanks, as just good. like it's just like you're you're just talking to the audience yeah and uh like if if, if, if you see guys like you or ian bag uh who does a who, mm-hmm. does, who does a lot of crowd work it like, also sounds a little robin williamsy as well oh ian bag yeah what oh ian bag it's a canadian exactly right isn't it similar they uh ian bag johnny depp and robin williams star in hey that's my ping pong fireball you know what? <laughs> Ian Bag is a Canadian insult comic, which is kind of like a Volvo with a gun rack. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yeah, that's like pretty that good. Lot. Yeah. Well, no, because uh, Ro- uh, Robin Williams has said Volvo with a gun rack in two different specials. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, like, that's like his. That's like his go-to. And nobody's joke. gonna tell him that because he's Robin Williams, and you don't want Robin Williams to go. Hey, um, no, something. To do better, yeah, differently, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he distracts you with all the water he's drinking. He's basically drowning your your awareness of the, his repetitive jokes. <laughs> oh my god, uh, that one! He's a brilliant guy, of course. We're, we're there, so forty episodes. That's yeah, awesome. Right, it's really that. fun, and it's a, they're putting a big ad campaign. Summertime show too, which it. is great because mm-hmm. hey, especially mm-hmm. you know who I think is really going to dig. Uh, this show, uh, little people, but also <laughs> agreed. Uh, Brad, will, is that true? I, I will get the word out. I, I love. Is that, that true? Show. Do little people actually love game shows? Fuck yeah! Because, you would think they would because yeah. we don't like the shows that are like the physical stuff because we can't compete in that. And then all of a sudden, we're some mascot that's American. like that's like holding up the golden trophy just American. so some tall, able-bodied fuck can right. go can, can go home with a Subaru. Yeah, there was- no, we want to be in there. We want to be in the trenches. Can, can can we get an all little people team on this thing? Well, we Absolutely. should have an all, all uh, American. American Ninja Dwarf Warrior should be coming out. American Ninja Dwarf Warrior needs to American happen. American Ninja Dwarf Warrior. Michael Bay needs to direct the movie. Directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> Directing the game show. But With a script that literally no thought has gone into. <laughs> I had one thought, and then I stopped and rewrote the script from square one. Starring Jay Leno as Kurt Brackerack. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of Ninja Dwarf warriors around here, and we'll be right back. <laughs> but Jay, they're surrounding us, Kurt. <laughs> I know, I know, but we'll be right back, and uh, you got Kevin Eubanks over there. The plot never moves Play forward. Them to death. <laughs> In just ask a follow up. <laughs> so there's two one movies. follow up, and we can advance this fucking plot, Jay. Just one goddamn follow up. Yes, uh, let's talk about something else. Uh, no, no, Jay. Follow up. The movie trailer guy is telling him to do follow ups in the yes, promo. Yes, Jay. One question that elaborates further on the current fact, therefore getting deeper into what they're trying to reveal, but just don't want to seem too overly sherry. And you got anything else? <laughs> no, Jay. You met the president recently. You know. Ask what the president's agenda is for this year. You know, I heard they're trying to get kids outside more. So that's okay, okay. not about kids. Right. Don't yeah. shift to kids, yeah. Jay. Yeah. No. Chick-fil-A, yeah. Coming yeah. this summer, yeah. no. the worst yeah. movie yeah. ever made. Now. So they're trying to get these kids outside. Jay Leno shakes hands for the first 45 minutes of this movie. He'll shake everybody's fucking hand. drive up and down the highway shaking hands. I don't care. I'll drive while I shake. Just wait to the scene when he goes into an arena during a basketball game. 
Damn. right in there, took a couple free throws. Jay Leno shakes 40,000 hands. everybody's hand. And really with that, luckily I had 20,000 hands times two hands. people. Well, well, Details aren't important, but I shook a lot of hands that day. <laughs> <laughs> and scene, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Ben uh, Gleave and Adam Ray. Were, yeah. were there hosts that you, uh, as you're doing the show, being like, all right, uh, I'm going to go back and watch old footage? And I'm being totally serious because you've hosted before, but Wink, not a fucking game show. Wink Martindale. Did you yeah. Yeah. I just <laughs> met Wink Martindale at a GSN taping back. He is a real person, Adam. Uh, yeah. Ah! I have a picture with Wink Martindale. I haven't posted it. I'm going to post it on the day of my game show debut for good luck. Adam Ray and I had or Maybe this, I will forget. Adam I won't. Other way it'll be fine. And I had a debate about if Wink Martindale is a real person. I say he's a real. real person. I, I said that's something you pay it. a little person to do to you in Vegas. Okay. <laughs> give you a Wink Martindale. What, what you're saying is very offensive to both Wink Martindale <laughs> and to just game show hosts everywhere. And I'm part of that crew now. I feel as though you're disrespecting You're part of the club. Him. It's There's like a – dude, there's going to be a club, yeah. a game show host it's, club. It, it, it's, so now yeah. you're going to get together and play poker with uh, Wink Martindale and Bob Eubanks. I want to watch that. I've not been invited to the poker matches yet. You don't get invited to the poker matches? That's a 30 for 30 I want to see. <laughs> Say Jack, Glebe, Trebek, one night oh, of fuck, stand-up yeah. comedy. I would love that. That's I mean, actually I'd, a great I'd be, idea. I'd, well, I'd be the best at that. Summers, Glebe. stand-ups. Yo, Ben, but in all seriousness, Maybe you're exist. in that company now. I know. Say Jack, Summers, Trebek. What a dream. J- Don't forget J.D. Roth. J.D. Roth. <laughs> Funhouse. Um, uh, love Connection. Uh, ga- oh, um, Chuck Woolery. Woolery, Glebe. Yeah. Yeah. You can say that in the same sense. Well, I, yeah. I probably won't. You know what I mean? That's good to know I can. I don't know what you mean. I'm going to never say that sentence. You don't want exactly the company I've been dreaming to be in. You don't don't want to be in the same company of the guy that said, we'll see you in two and two? I mean, no. I mean, I'd like to like have him let me know when a show's coming back from commercial. I'd love to know that. Do you have a catchphrase? I do have a catchphrase, actually, that I, I, I did in almost every episode because I ended some of them differently. But I literally end every episode by saying, until next time, don't be an idiot. Nice. Yeah. Not yeah. bad, right? Because that's good advice, good life advice. Kind of like my Jerry Springer, take care of yourselves and each other. Yeah, just the most yeah. vague. <laughs> the most vague advice <laughs> just like, You can uh, also be Bob Barker, which is like, and just a reminder, cut off your dog's clit and your, whatever, whatever he said. I remember. And his chicken pussy. <laughs> I mean, Shut in the up, pilot, your dog, chicken pussy <laughs> is the name of somebody's yeah. instruction. In that, that, that's coming out next summer by Milton Bra- by Milton Bradley. <laughs> yes. It's time to cut off your dog chicken pussy. The new game that's sweeping the nation. Cut <laughs> off your dog chicken pussy. No Chase joke. Fido around. He's got that chicken pussy. Who's gonna get it? Of course, it's always there. Sarah. Your get sister always there. gets the chicken oh, pussy. Yeah. Get up in there. Well, coming soon. In Bradley. the premiere of, of a video test airing on August twelfth at nine yes. central, yeah. there is a. Uh, uh, one of the one of the tests involves a visual image of chicken wrestling, and then a woman thinks she thought that it was innuendo for masturbation. So that's in the pilot. Are you serious? You no. Know. So we get there a little bit. But There's got to be a lot of in a classy way, you know. Are the in the butt bob the classic in the butt bob moment? We had a couple of those. Are the contestants Ooh, pretty, nice. um, uh, pretty like just? I mean, every game show you see, the contestants are always really fired up to be on TV. They were pretty right? fired up most of the time. Uh, and they're uh, how much money can you potentially win? Ten thousand thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a lot. And, and a like lot. in these people, and I imagine moments like that happen that you described of being crazy because with the idiot test, like you say, it, it, it's not just general knowledge where you either know it or you don't. It's you have to pay attention. You have yeah, to you think. Do. So in doing that, you're you're probably seeing things that aren't necessarily there or finding innuendos or, fi- mm-hmm. or, or finding things that aren't planned like you see a chicken doing something you're like well he's obviously talking about masturbation and I don't feel I'm comfortable with this right, right exactly <laughs> I just, that, yeah I mean it really is you really have to pay very close attention mm-hmm. and um, 
so much so that I think you guys could probably improve those skills a little, don't you think? Yeah. Don't you think you could improve like your attention paying skills a little bit? I, I in your I, life, I think so. I mean, like what's changed about me in the last few minutes, guys? Uh, you took off your tie. Yeah. <laughs> but Adam did not know. No, I didn't know. I looked did. down I looked down and Brad beat me to it. So guess what? You win the fucking what changed about Glebe game. Yeah. Round one anyway. Nicely done. Nicely done. Round guys. one. It's about time you got one right now. Do I get the home game version? Too soon. Yeah. yeah. You do. <laughs> you do. That's it. Oh, yo, that's something to think about. DVD or PlayStation game yeah. of the show. I'm sure they're developing all of it. It's gotta happen. I'm sure they're developing all of it. Obviously in success only, so hopefully hopefully people tune in. I'm more excited to be in the sentence of the current hosts that are on GSN. As opposed to those old guys, I have respect for those guys, of yeah. course. But mm-hmm. like, I, I think it's such a unique slate of hosts. They have Brooke Burns, Mark the Beast, Labat the Trivia Genius, Rebecca Romaine is hosting Skin nice. Wars on the Network of Competition Game Show. There you go, reality show. Jerry Rebecca Springer's Romaine used to be married to my arch enemy. John Stamos. John Stamos. John Stamos. Stamos is my Will there be celebrity editions of the game? I hope so. I'm sure season two we, 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 we will do that. Well, that's when you bring on, you know what? You could have the Battle of the Podcast. You could yeah. have me and Adam Ray come on and go up against those crab feast motherfuckers. That's J.J. So Larson, Ryan Sickler. And then yeah, we, we're calling you true. out. True. We could do that. And then we could also do a celebrity episode. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Well nice. done, sir. Uh, you know what, though? I would have to pull myself out of contention because based on my performance so far, <laughs> uh-huh. without any sort of like cameras and visuals sure. and, 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 and game show lights, it also add another level of pressure. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest right now. I'd be, I'd You're get, out. I'd get super. No, I'd be in, but I'd be super high. Oh, that's smart. Move. That's a smart. That move. might act, that might actually make you Look, see that damn arrow if you were high. True, probably. <laughs> true. Yeah. It's like one of those three D paintings where you make your eyes get all crazy and then you mm-hmm. see shit. But honestly, I mean, I think that would be unprofessional of you to show up at an event high. I think who would do that? You know well, what I mean? And that's a great. That's a great. Why would uh, you ever do that? Why would you ever come to any sort of recording? No. or professional activity. I mean, do you want to have a career in this business or not? Sure. Yeah. Um, ben Glebe. Yeah. A year and a half ago, yeah. you did this podcast for the first time. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I did. I love that now that you remember. Because yeah. guess what? Yeah. Because guess what? A month yeah. later, after we recorded that. It was six months later. <laughs> it was six months later. Don't. We'll check the tape. later. <laughs> we'll check the tape. We'll get back ben, to it. At least several ben months Ben Glebe was a guest on this podcast when we were at the John Lovitz Comedy Club. Right? Yes. Right, right. And it was a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a blast. I even have yeah. some audio of that. If Wait, I, but, 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 uh, but I'll explain what happened. I then, <laughs> I would ha- it wasn't quite one of the most embarrassing moments. Part of what I was saying why I wore a suit here to respect you guys today. Mm-hmm. Overcompensate. I, I came up to you at the improv one night. I may be a little drunk. And I, six several months. months after, I yeah. think it was six months. You yeah. think it was one month after. And I said to you. When are you going to book me on your damn podcast? Right? <laughs> and you meant it with I all, meant it with all sincerity. A I was too. a little bit annoyed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because you'd asked to be on mine. I'm like, all right, yep. all right, but like, when the hell am I going to do yours? And you were like, you just did ours. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and I went home and I listened to it. It was a. It exists. Really? It was a definitely like, this is your Some life, Ben Glebe. Like yeah. a ghost of Christmas past showing you. Is that, it was is, a frightening moment. Yeah. Is that, is, is that strange? I mean, you, you obviously have YouTube videos of you blitzed out of your mind yeah. that they're on the internet but, yeah. to, but to listen to yourself for an hour high going I have no idea what I'm about to say well I just listened to about the first 10 or 15 minutes <laughs> of it and then I, I really couldn't take it anymore <laughs> um, and I had to stop drinking and smoking for about a week after can that. I be honest that's how I feel about most of these podcasts yeah is that right <laughs> that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense coming I gonna do coming I gonna do he was waiting for you he was waiting for you when you get really stoned and do about last night podcast too Oh man, the sequel. I'll see that you come on twice and you'll remember at least one of the two. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Come on, our podcast, dude. 
Come on once or two. Nobody told me I had a singing voice. So you said you have a clip of the of the first appearance because um, you, 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 you have a clip of me being yeah. crazy, yeah, yeah. non sober yep. on your podcast. Yep. Because um, I'm very curious to hear. I heard it. That was about a year ago that I even listened to it. Right. <laughs> we did that show on the air. So, yeah. Who would host it, by the way? Ju- let's really think about this. Ju- not, just, not just a stereo. Not like Andy Kindler. Uh, I, mean, I was going to say. I, I say yeah. I, I think Kindler or maybe Nick Kroll. Maybe Joan Rivers. <laughs> there you go. Maybe you Dennis sound Haskins. super high. Dennis Haskins is not Jewish. Dennis no, Haskins knows, is knows his karaoke, though. Oh, he does? Oh, he uh, does. I see you're going the karaoke angle on that. Yeah. I'm trying to like mix it up. He, pretty key, though, as a Jewish person for Jew, <laughs> Jew-yoke. Anybody can do a karaoke show. Fair enough. But it takes a real Jew. To know, now, ha- now, to know when Hava Nagila starts and stops. Yeah, you have like three song options for that thing. Basically, you have Hava Nagila. Oh, Hanukkah, you, Hanukkah. You have Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Drail Song, or anything from the Neil Diamond catalog. <laughs> We're doing Neil Diamond again. Hey, to be honest, I, I, I think I sound fine. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Two Neil Diamond references in, in two years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were fucked up, man. <laughs> true, true. But, but but if you notice, you're asking me today. You're, you're like, who would who would uh, who would? It's the favorite question. It is kind of funny though yeah. that we were talking about who would who host, would a host show. something. Who would mm-hmm. host something? Oh shit! And then and now you're hosting something. It's almost like the weed helped you see into the future, right? Believe. So I mean, let's not criticize those <laughs> those in green so listening. Yeah, should not throw flowering plants. If you take if, if you take anything away from this podcast today is that weed helps you see the future. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can start vouching now, for that. Do now, do you get right? do you get a little um, cautious of now uh, uh, another level of fame being added to your uh, Glebe enterprise? Mm-hmm. Do you have to like watch yourself a little bit more carefully? Yeah, I mean, did I do all the episodes coked up? Maybe. Would I ever <laughs> talk about it on a podcast? No, I wouldn't. I would say maybe. Just to keep a gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, are you cautious? You know what? It's weird. I'm starting to think about it, which I don't like. I don't not just because I don't like. I want the show to be receivable. I don't want to do anything to like harm it. So, but I, but I but I each time I think about it, I keep thinking I can't think about no, that you'll because live your life. that'll just yeah. ruin my whole artistic freedom. Let's be honest, man. I can't do it. If you're caught drunk, yeah, falling out of an IHOP, yeah. Uh, guess what? They're gonna go. Who is that guy? He hosts this game show. Right. Where mm-hmm. the game show? What's network? the show called? Idiot Test. When's what time? It on? August 12th? Yeah, 9, 8 central. What? Yeah, you can tune in Is and watch it. Is he fucked up? He might be. Right. He was on this podcast, right. didn't remember it. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember taping 20 of the 40 episodes of Video Test. <laughs> 20 of the 40. <clears throat> Did um, you get to pick your own outfits? Because you're, uh, you're a, a dapper dresser, and I would style. like to think I that got you... To inv- yes, I got, to, uh, I got to request the kind of clothes I wanted to wear, and then they did that, and Joanne Lavin and Robert, and uh, amazing wardrobe stylists, got me an amazing wardrobe, and then I bought the whole wardrobe when the show was done because I wanted to have those clothes forever. Nice. Wow. This is the wardrobe from the show. This is from an episode. Yeah, it's money, dude. Well done. Do you guys want to keep this in a glass case when I leave here, and I can I walk f- home naked? I think Kinda we like should. Kind of like your own plan of Hollywood. You can start your own plan of Hollywood. Ask, yeah. if, are you asking me if I like your mail? I'm having flashbacks yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. The Furley and Feely. The I have same a package way. for you, Adam. Hey. This package is ready to be opened. <laughs> Why don't you just check out the mail lesson stamp? Go ahead and lick the stamp. It's oh, exactly right. Uh, it's a forever stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I think, it, it'll be forever in your memories. <laughs> I think you're going to go off and have a Louise right now. Yeah. So uh, I guess the answer is nice. no, I'm not being too concerned about it. It's just everything that's been spoken about on this podcast. Spoken about? Um, spoken yeah. about? Are you- that's the other thing I can say. If I ever get caught in a situation, I'll be like, yes, I also a show called Idiot Test. <laughs> I mean, I'm the center of a show right, about idiots. Yeah. Yeah. So don't worry about it. I'm not too worried. Are you going to go on... Just play, uh, you're, just, you're just playing the part, man. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go on uh, a Chelsea... Uh, uh, a handful of times before the premiere and, and really give an extra boost? Well, the show's done forever in three weeks. 
Right. So you got another. So I'm going to be on twice more nice. before the before. Yeah, the show's done. Three. How do you feel about that? That's more. kind of a cool a show you were a part of heavily for eight years, yeah, seven years, seven years, and now it ends and you get to just start another show. I mean, I'm very lucky in that respect. It's pretty crazy that like a lot of people there, I think, are maybe you know scrambling, scrambling a little bit. Mm-hmm. And my show debuts literally two weeks to the day before That's Chelsea crazy, goes off dude. the air. That is kind of weird. Wow. Um, I'm, I was very, I got very lucky with for that with that happening. Chelsea Lee has been you know the most fun thing I've done in my career and my favorite thing and. I couldn't thank her and everybody there more for the repeated opportunities that I, I've been able to create a, a, a persona and do my comedy and entertain people on that show for so long. Will you try to do some sort of mock game with her like you do with us? Maybe. Maybe I will. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. She's called me an idiot on that show. Literally, that word alone, I'm sure, seven times. Well, on you could cut a nice show. little... Uh, yeah, you sizzle out of that. Pull that clip. I could. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like it's like it's important to get revenge on people. We've learned that today. <laughs> and I'm not going to get revenge back on Chelsea. I've also learned from Haley Joel Osment it's important to pay it forward. So I'm just paying forward, calling wow. people idiots out there in the general Reference. public who come on my show. Well done, and, sir. And, and hopefully they'll stop coming on my show because that's inappropriate. <laughs> Is that the spinoff? Stop coming on my Stop show. Stop coming on my show. I, th- I think I rented that two weeks ago from an adult booth. Stop yeah. coming on my show? Yeah. From yeah. an adult booth? Yeah. Yeah. You, you visit adult booths? <laughs> Are you able to see even up Can, into listen, the display yeah. area? You only have to see the bottom half. That's where, mm, so you're a bottom half man. Yeah, yeah that's right. what that's what the good stuff is. I guess that's what you know about women, isn't it? All you <laughs> know about much. women is that bottom half. Our knees and cankles. Yeah. <laughs> what exists what exists above the hips? Oh. I, have, I have no fucking clue. Oh. <laughs> anything good? Everything. And, it, 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 is anything good above the hips? Oh, the titties uh, and the tongue and okay, the lips. Yeah, uh, <laughs> wallflower over here tonight. <laughs> Be, uh, ben Glebe in... In addition to this, you all you also have a great podcast. Yeah, thank you, thank you. A spectacular podcast that. where uh, you talk about uh, the, the the world, the world's events, and uh, mm-hmm. you you do it with a hu- with a humorous take. But you're but you're intelligent though. Like you know what's going on. Like Thanks, like man. you're you're not just writing very surface jokes. Like you re- you really talk about the stuff. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I cover even some stories without jokes. Usually, there's jokes, but yeah. But I always tell last people, week on Earth with with, with Bengali. That's correct. It's on Smodcast. It's mm-hmm. called Last Week on Earth, and yeah, I, I try every week to summarize the world events. But I also cover the news facts and stories too. Yeah. So you don't you could don't have to listen to the news really. Like I'll cover all the facts of what happened, and we'll and I'll satirize it or make fun of it in some way. And um, but lately, with how busy things have been, I haven't every week been able to cover the news. Of course, so I right. still want to release a podcast. So in almost every week when I can't do a news podcast, I do last week on the road, and it's just a conversation like this with people, with comics, with people I meet. You on did the that. Road. I think you went to Vegas, and I think I saw a picture of you doing a podcast in the car. Gene Pompa and I did it in the car. Oh, that's a great idea. I'll go um, back and listen to that for sure. Absolutely, I do that with random limo drivers. I have they have interesting life stories. Like two minutes into the ride, they're like, "I was from Colombia and I came here with two dogs." Oh, like, well, dude, I'm going to record this. Yeah, yeah. dude, no I just shit. Recording the stories I've heard from cab drivers, oh, limo drivers, cab drivers Uber are dri- unreal. It's un- like Vegas they from the all airport. All have a crazy life story. Vegas cab drivers are the craziest mm-hmm. uh, the, because, mo- yeah, the, mo- the most recent time I was uh, at the San- uh, the LOL comedy club in San Antonio and the guy that drove me to the airport said that he has boned multiple, wim- uh, multiple women because they think he's Gabriel Iglesias that's amazing. <laughs> how how much do you want to do a podcast with that guy? Is he wearing a big Hawaiian shirt when he meets them? Yes, smart. <laughs> and a lay around his neck. Yeah, exactly. That is smart. Um, the other one I did with this Colombian man who was a limo driver 
uh, that the club sent for me in, I don't remember when it was recently. I think it might have been New York. I was heading to the airport, and the guy in this like 30-minute conversation tells me about working on like an oil ship coming here with no money. And then he ends up here with a mistress, and his wife's back home, and the mistress is here, and he has to try to decide between them. It's all in the half-hour conversation. Holy I was like, shit. It was fascinating. I'm like yeah. so glad I got it on tape. And I take a f- selfie with them during the podcast, and I, and I forget to upload it when I oh. promise I will. Well, that's good. <laughs> what, what, what is yeah. your stance on the current, uh, real quickly? Like, I don't, I'm not keeping up with uh, the Kardashians. Is that where you were going to go with it? I'm always keeping up with that. <laughs> if you don't think I don't know where, where Lamar Odom is living currently. Uh, but, like, I know that Obama, a lot of people want him impeached. But I don't know why. And, and now they're suing him. Well, not a lot of people want him impeached. Like, yep. five well, assholes go to in CNN. Congress. Yeah, that's what yeah, we're talking about. Yeah, I know. Want, say they want him impeached, and then, then they criticize. Then Obama responds, and then they criticize him for mentioning it, saying he's trying to drum up support and then for the midterm election for Democrats by mentioning that they want him impeached. I mean, it's just a complete sham. It's just the stupidest thing in the world, the way our government functions right now. And we truly, in my opinion, have to dissolve the two-party system. I can't think of one benefit to a two-party system. It's on a pickup game why should we split into two opposite camps and fight against each other competing for whose legislation wins shouldn't it be all of us issue by issue trying to vote for what makes the most sense and literally they vote shit down or up based on oh my party says i can't vote for it gotta mm-hmm. do with the party and nothing gets done yep. it's literally become a circus it's it's like the harlem globetrotters playing against the washington senators literally yeah uh, but see, and it's yeah. that kind of stuff that kind of that kind of insight but it makes you so on your podcast. it makes Thanks, so man. clear like when you say it, Look, why isn't it? Why is it so e- easier said than done? Well, it just is. It's so entrenched and wound up now. It's, it's so, it's so detailed, and it's so much red tape to unwind these things that it would be very difficult to do. It would take constitutional amendments. It would take huge national votes to say that. And the populace can't get behind these sweeping changes now, mostly because they're so manipulated by what. Once the news media, once twenty-four-hour news networks sprung up they mm-hmm. lost all integrity because there's now a constant battle for ratings and filling right. their air 24 hours a day so they have to play up the drama yeah, of these two parties not just from six to seven on a weekday night it's every hour every day yeah. all the time it's yeah. unreal like i long for when they play lock up raw just so i can turn it off and, <laughs> and be not pulled into this bullshit maze but it's unreal how they need that drama so badly now that they literally just they they perpetuate it they so strongly. It for nothing, yeah. If you notice, the, like Obama or let's say, say Obama does, gives a statement, or even there's a bombing in the Gaza Strip, right? And there's things are going crazy between the Israelis and the and the terrorist organization Hamas over there in, mm-hmm. in the Gaza Strip, and they'll literally show the clip for four seconds, or they'll show Obama in a press conference, oh, literally a eight second highlight of him being like, they're trying to do this, and they can't be doing it. Not what they should be doing. And then they cut away from this press conference, and they'll just pontificate about it and right. blab and their lips like, All right, for the next hour opinions of the what clip we say? didn't even see. And, yeah. Yeah. and everybody watching the, that part goes, well, I guess I'm going to listen to these people who are debating it yeah. and making me help shape my opinions because I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Well, guess what? You don't because you didn't even get to see the fucking clip. And the experts themselves didn't even see the clip because they're live on TV now commenting on the one soundbite they saw before they cut away for them to talk. I mean, it's literally a joke. It's literally a joke. So there has to be some way. That's why I think comedy is a way to it. I think people like Colbert, Daily Show, comedy yeah. podcast, news podcast. Yeah, I, I've, I'm now addicted to the new uh, John Oliver show. I, yeah, it's I very love good. That show. It's yeah. very good. And it's, and it's named so cleverly, too. Okay. Last week tonight. Hmm. By the way, last week on Earth, you can listen to it. I've been on for two and a half years. Last week on Earth. Yes. Would, would you, um, uh, 
I don't. Would you ever run for president? <laughs> and if not, what actor would you like to see? become president i mean it's funny that you asked me that just because like when i was a kid i used to want to run for president like, of course i was really interested in politics as a kid even and i feel like i can explain issues to people in a way that they understand and i think that's maybe the most important thing missing from our presidents and obama showed signs of it and then and then disappeared off of that pulpit as a kid what would you explain to like parents probably you probably I'm, I'm sure you were at a dinner table uh, where people were talking about something like maybe it was when Clinton and the Lewinsky stuff, and I'm sure you had like some really flawless opinions, and these adults were like, "Who the fuck is this kid?" Well, right? That one was interesting, separately because I I was friends with Mike Lewinsky growing up, Monica's brother, and so I was, I was out. buddies with him during that whole thing, and that was Holy pretty shit. insane. Are you serious? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So like, did you call him up? Be like, "Hey, so uh, everyone knows uh, the sexual tendencies of your sister. What's that?" Yeah, I mean, literally, What's I asked that like? him how he's dealing with it, and he's like, "I'm drinking a lot." <laughs> And he had a hard time with it, of course. Because they pulled him up too, probably, or his life. No, his. I don't think he was too harassed by it. Well, but yeah, but seeing every that happen, every news channel, so, every news channel is yeah. is talking about your sister giving the most powerful man on the planet a blowjob. Right, and really, I mean, that is the one point that that Monica did make that feminism failed her. That a little bit in in the Vanity Fair article recently is that she really was just thrown out to the wolves because Clinton made that choice, but it really was a power manipulated situation. Mm-hmm. Who's you know who's going to turn the president down for a blowjob when you're an intern, like the leader of the free world? Like I need. I'll need this right now. Come on. Just, I just need a second. He just needed it. I mean, he was, you know, he's eating pizza while lobbying Congressman on the phone while getting blown under the Oval Office desk. I mean, it's not sure like he was like baller move it. of all time. It was pretty baller. Yeah. But it's not like he was trying to, you know, just get his rocks off. He's like, he had, had no time. And right. no, and the killer is probably out there campaigning for her yes. future things. He's a person. He's a person. Yeah. And guess what? One blowjob is going to help him get get back on track to get back down to work because he's like, yeah. cool. It's yeah. almost like the way people drink uh, juices. They're like, I don't have yeah. time to eat. I got a juice. I can down it yeah. and go back to my work. I mean, it couldn't have been a great blowjob if he could have been on the phone lobbying <laughs> while getting it. I'd be like, that's great legislation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Louise. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Uh, so that's, that, that's the issue there. But yeah. I remember when I was a kid watching, I just when I started to understand politics. I don't think I had great insights when I was a kid, but when I was, I remember watching it around the kitchen table by this tiny little, like, nine or 13 or 11 inch black and white transistor TV, and we were watching. President Ronald Reagan addressed transistor TV. Mm. I was hoping you just you were getting really decided. This nine to thirteen inch black and white, and I was hoping like sex toy man. Just say <laughs> you were way you were way into politics and multiracial dildos. The mailman gave it to me <laughs> in his package. Mister Furley, what is that? Mister Feely for you. <laughs> um, and uh, Reagan ended his speech. I don't remember what it was about, but it was the president. His hair looking perfect. He used to be a movie actor. Yeah, started off with whale. Yeah, Will, my fellow Americans, Will, me and, and Dana, who was his wife? Uh, Nancy, Nancy, <laughs> not Dana, Dana Reagan. Wait, I think Dana was the youngest <laughs> ever on Step by Step. Yeah, that, yes, that, that, world, that world, who famous I became first friends lady. with. I was going to mention earlier when you mentioned Step by Remember, Step. Cody was like, I love oh, that. I got she a was big like the crush on Dana. She was the, the tomboy one. Yep. I ended up making a movie with her in the Caribbean called Jungle Juice, and she and I became <laughs> friends for like seven days. Don't we hung out in the Caribbean. That can't be real. Fact, and she recently—I don't know if you recognize her. She just got a job. She's doing a lot more comedy stuff these days. What? She was one of the correspondents on The Soup Investigates nice. spinoff show. She was the really hot blonde. She's like a stunning woman and like really funny, too. Now I gotta go. Christine Lakin is her name in life. Yeah. Now i got to go buy Jungle Juice off of Amazon.com. Yeah, I've never see even seen shit. it. My scene's with Rutger Hauer and Christopher <laughs> Walken. The Rutger Hauer? The Rutger Hauer. Wow. Now, is, is there more than one? <laughs> 
And I remember, is, what, is what he says when he enters a room. Hi, I'm Rick Howard. Is there more than one? <laughs> sir, your fries are ready. And your pants are off. Yeah. Put your pants on, sir. We're here. We are, we are Christian at In-N-Out, and we only serve pants people. That's people with pants, not people who've been pantsed. <laughs> oh, do you make that more clear? What are you, the host of a game show? Who do you think you is that? Why are so many questions? If I look like an idiot to you, is this an idiot test? How many fries must I eat pantsless before you take my penis and chop it with your lettuce chopper? And then you just turn to the camera and go, Hi, I'm Ben Glebe. <laughs> Tuesdays at 9, 8 Central. Yeah. yeah. The right. commercials could get long, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that'll be all right. So the point being, yes. Ronald Reagan ends his speech yep. by saying, he goes, God bless America and win one more for the Kipper. And I was like, I'm sorry, did the president of the United States, <laughs> just after God bless the country, right. end with one of his movie lines from yep. his, his like 19... Like 42. 40s yeah, yeah, farce exactly. comedy like co-starring Emilio, with a monkey. That's like if Emilio Estevez ran and just goes, we're, we're going to get this deficit back on track. And by the way, quack, quack, <laughs> quack, quack. Yeah. And, as, yeah. and as a nation, we rose up and we quacked with the president like a flying V. All right, so he says that. Yeah. And so he says that. And I remember thinking like, oh, politics is fake. It's like an act. Oh, the yeah. whole thing is just for show. It's an actor. Oh, it's so much about what you're presenting as an image and it's not necessarily the truth. And I just started like going down this weird rabbit hole of thoughts about it. And I didn't have a lot of friends as a young kid. No kids. Because, you know what I mean? I well, was, I was a weird kid. Well, now you have a game show and uh, you have a podcast and you have stand-up and now you well, have now friends, you my have friend. a game show. <laughs> now, I yeah. feel like I was James Lipton. And now yeah. you have a game show. I am now in the company of such names as Woolery. <laughs> Martindale. By the way, he probably gets super fucking pissed when people enunciate the W-O Woolery. like that. Yeah. Woolery. It's almost like mocking him. Ooh. Woolery. Ooh, big fucking deal. I would like some ice cream. Oh, Chuck. Woolery. <laughs> Great for you. Is that what you want? Ice cream? Woolery. Woolery. It does sound like Hopefully a fucks a girl named Larry someday. He's exactly. Yeah, he should. He should. <laughs> Just for that. He should woo a woman named Larry. A woolery also sounds like another sexual thing. Like Susan Sarandon uh-huh. uh, could have, you know, the sexual things named after her movie parts. Sure. And woolery could uh, come up with some. Well, when, when, you're, when, when you have a sexual conquest that, that only lasts two and two. Truth. Actually, you know what? Every here's a great game, and then we'll close on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every let me great... just make clear before your game. I, I have such respect for Susan Sarandon. I just find her very attractive in every way possible. One of the oh, only yeah. mother daughter combos where if they said you can bang one of them, you would hesitate. I wouldn't hesitate. I would choose Susan Sarandon. Yeah, there you go. I, I've met it's her. It's going to happen over very nice. uh, Eva Murray. That's her daughter, right? Eva's having a baby any minute now. There Here's a fun and game to play at home, and this this could be maybe. Hey, maybe, maybe Susan. By the way, baby free right now. You know what I mean? Hey, there you go. Right. Maybe you play. Maybe this is. A, maybe this is. Maybe no, this, no. Don't make it. Okay, go maybe, your original. Maybe this instance. is the, the digital content uh, for the show. Yeah. for uh, idiot test uh-huh. where it's um, I'm on the street. Yeah, and uh, and I'm asking people, hey. I'm going to give you the last name of a game show host, mm-hmm. and you tell me uh, what sexual act that would be okay. and who would perform it okay. and, and why they would perform it. Okay. So okay. if you're telling a girl, I'm going to give you a Sajak, what is that? Ooh, or I'm going to give you a Trebek. Or I'm going to give you a Woolery. Or I'm going to give which, you a Glebe. Which one are you asking me? Yeah. Well, Pick. I'm going to ask you, Ben Glebe, because you're the host. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to give a girl a Glebe, what am I giving her? Just a beautiful romantic night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where all her dreams come true. Roses, yes, of course. Accordion music, probably. 
I will be guys and violins, short guys and violins. Probably if I can arrange it in time, it depends where you're coming from. From the airport, did I pick you up? Did I pick you up rose petals? Did I did I caress your body in every way that makes you know that I appreciate you as a woman? Did I invite you in to see my man essence in the back of the in the back of the limo while talking to a cheating limo driver about his trysts in Colombia with several women and how it makes him really torn about his life that's all in the glee of experience now what about if you're giving a girl a say jack you're just shitting on her <laughs> ben glee thank you so much for coming by his podcast is called uh, his podcast is called the, La- the last week on earth Great with ben glee last week on earth baby the uh the tv show is called idiot test it's Truth. on the it's on the game show network debuting august 12th yep uh so watch and that every tuesday at nine eight two, central. two episodes back to back so perfect nine, nine to ten o'clock and go see ben's stand-up bengleeb.com dot com yeah <laughs> he's starting that dot com phase <laughs> yeah make it happen man one game Thank show you and you just fucking think you can change the internet yeah follow Wait. me at instagram i mean at ben <laughs> On Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> at go. Ben Glebe. At, on both. Ben Glebe on everything. Yeah, exactly right. And let me just say one last thing, if yeah. I could, mm-hmm. uh, before we end, because it's been really nice being here. I want to remember great. this time. Yeah. And yeah. I want to leave you guys with one nugget that Perfect. I've been saving for this podcast. Please. Ooh. Okay. And I just hope you guys really like are ready for it yep. and are ready to receive it. Yep. Yep. Um, I know who killed John F. Kennedy. Okay, anything we got to agree on. Tune in for is going to be up here next. Yeah, Kevin, you make it over here in the corner. And and the counting crows are going to be here. Adam Durant's got some big old hair on him. (laughs) (laughs) If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger. I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to YouTube.com slash WaitForItComedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.